Hey peoples, welcome to another episode of Rock the Boat Oklahoma, where we talk to people who are unafraid to do the thing that rocks the boat in their own life and in our community, and that I think you need to know about. Okay, <laughs> this week we are talking to Shelly Goodmanson, owner of Serendipity Pottery. She hand makes pottery that is super cool. For the YouTube people, you can see it on the shelves behind us. It is awesome, and I love it, and thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for coming out here. You, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, what what got you into pottery? Uh, honestly, an accident. 26 or so years ago, my husband and I moved to Del Rio, Texas, and um, I was such a great little wife, but I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. And I was asked to attend a community art class and we took a pottery class, a girlfriend and I, and I was hooked, and we've been doing it ever since. Oh, wow. And every time we moved, I acquired equipment. So, (laughs) you know, you start with a wheel or some rolling pins and a table, and then you suddenly have four wheels and three kilns and a whole (laughs) garage full of space, so. It's weird that you say, when every time you move, you acquire equipment, because most people, when they move, like, lose right no <laughs> no um when like so we moved and i would say oh well where we're moving there's not really a pottery studio nearby and then um we've moved um with the government several times and the mover the government movers will move whatever so i would go out on craigslist shopping because i knew that i could fit it in the government truck and i wouldn't have to be like responsible for that weight <laughs> and then they would just put it wherever i wanted them to put it so i didn't also have to like pick it up Right, that's so, awesome. So, my husband was like, why are you buying all this equipment now? Because we're moving. <laughs> so, I don't have to, like, pick it up. It's, I know, it sounds very strange. But no, but it, that makes sense. Yes. So, um, I now have four wheels, and I have three kilns, and um, I don't think we're moving again. <laughs> um, that's probably good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we like it here, so, and I have all of this, so it's pretty great. Yeah, because you're based out of cashing. Mm-hmm, yep. How long have you been here? We have been here um, just about four years. Okay, no, I don't know why. I just thought you'd been here forever. No. no, we came from Nebraska just about four years ago. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so how long have you had Serendipity Pottery? Um, I started it as a business business probably about 10 years ago. Oh. Um, just about the time that my son, well, he's 12 now, so just about, um, you know, when he was tiny, mm-hmm. um, I was able to do it more full-time than as a hobby, so mm-hmm. I started like, Serendipity Pottery sort of as a business about the time he was two, oh. and I've been doing it since then. Cool. Mm-hmm. So is it hard to, like, have to restart your I mean, you've had the business, but you've moved. Yes, it's extremely hard because you have to, part of, I mean, part of what any person does is, um, you know, acquaint themselves with the community and Mm -hmm. make friends and all of those things. But, and when you move like a tiny little business that people don't know who you are or what you're about or why they would come to you or buy anything from you. So yes, it's hard. And now we're in the middle of virtually nowhere. (laughs) Cashin is sort of an isolated little community, and so right. that, that posed its own challenges right. with just, like, getting people familiar with a yeah. business that's out here in the middle of nowhere. So Right. So you didn't, like, the other places you lived were not small. Oh, no. No, no. Well, they were small, but they were much more um, in a suburban areas. Oh, so, okay. like, yes, you know, closer to city, um, 
you know, a little bit more populated. Right, you're not going to stumble across Cashin. No, you don't. You don't just accidentally, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> arrive in Cashin. <laughs> no, people don't do that. <laughs> but it's a great little community, and it's it's not. I mean, once you know it's here, it's not hard to find. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just have to know it's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's the thing. So, how long did it take you to like kind of build back up around here? I'm per- I'm per- I'm real persistent. So, um, <laughs> it but it was probably a good year and a half. Oh, yeah. And you know, during that time, I was like, well, I don't know, I'm just making this for fun. But mm-hmm. you know, you you find the people, like you build your. I don't know. You, they all say you build your tribe, I suppose, but you yeah. build up your your base of people. And I was super fortunate to find Paper Pages and Crescent and the old store in Piedmont. And those ladies are amazing with mm. just like building up other women yeah. and you know supporting local things. And mm-hmm. and so that that helped with me just being comfortable getting out there again. Um, yeah. and putting myself back out there because awesome. at some point you just want to be like I can't like I'm tired I don't want to do this and I'm just done yeah and then right. you find somebody and they're like okay you can you can do that yeah yeah I know Karen from Paper Pages she was fantastic she was like oh you need to meet this person and this person and this person mm-hmm. and she's, she's trying to pump people yeah she's in her, so yeah, great with that around. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah very cool so like you had a two-year-old-ish yep and you didn't, I'm assuming, like, were you, like, in, you weren't in desperate need of cash. Like, some people start a business because they're like, I need to support myself, no. but I got And you just were like, I'm going to do this hard thing. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, it's, so it's, you know, I didn't, maybe um, my journey hasn't been, like, other people's journey, and I would certainly never just encourage people to do what we did. Um, but when our son was adopted at birth, and it was a you know magic time and i have a master's degree actually in fundraising and marketing but when he was born i didn't want to go back to the workforce mm-hmm. because in the fundraising world and in the nonprofit world you work ungodly hours right and i didn't want to hear how from a babysitter or a daycare person how great it was that my kid did all these things mm-hmm. i wanted to do all the things right. so um, we just totally changed our lifestyle from a two income family to a one income family and I um, didn't get to drive the fancy new Lincoln and I didn't get to buy the fancy new clothes and that was all fine. Mm -hmm. We stopped going on fancy vacations and all the things so that I could be home and we survived on one income. Right. And then as he got to be two and I was doing pottery more, um, then I was like, well, I can sell it. We can schlep all the things out to these fairs and festivals. And I started to do fairs and festivals. And that's oh, really okay. how it got started. I didn't, like, I do I do all the things. And then I would just build up all the stock and I would mm-hmm. take it out. So that's where, like, the extra cash, if you will, started oh, to come okay. in. And then I just put all that back into equipment or things or the next festival or a yeah. better tent or whatever. So yeah. over the, you know, course of 10 years, I've built up. All the, all the things, and all the time is invested. And yeah. So that's very cool. And now you have this like super cool permanent studio, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, do you still do fairs and stuff? I do. This year has been unique. Well, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, but also not only has it been COVID, but my husband has been um, stationed in Washington D.C. for the last eighteen months. 
So oh. I have maintained um, this acreage and this business and that little boy for 18 months alone. Oh, wow. And it's not, like, I don't complain, and I try not to, like, be, you know, weird about it, but it's... Like, it's hard and I don't like I'm not gonna lie like I don't mow the lawn so I had to mow the lawn and do you know how much lawn mowing that requires from a human who doesn't like to mow the lawn it's hard so, yeah I hate I, it I have a much smaller yard and I still hate mowing yeah I hate it so and then you know I also am like my son and I are notorious for like breaking all the things so like the lawnmower currently has a flat tire um, the weed eater we don't know how to put the the spool back oh, in the weed eater. Yeah. So it's just like a whole list of things that we are like, well, we'll YouTube that. Exactly. That's how, that's I, what, that's how you learn. Yeah. So mm -hmm. whatever. So yeah. I have done all of those things. So this year I have had to cut back on a lot of those fairs and festivals because mm -hmm. not only COVID canceled so many of them, yeah. but then it's just real hard for me to like pack everything up and then what do I do with my kid? Do I take him? Do I leave him? What do I do? Yeah. And no 12 year old wants to sit with their mom at a festival that long. Yeah. Well, if they or do, even, they yeah. will spend every dime that you <laughs> could possibly make and you will come home with like a truckload of things and you're like, what is that even? So, right. <laughs> so we, I've done um, two in the last year mm. um, and they're my favorites and um, I'll get back out there. I think yeah. next year that, you know. Yeah. Well, I know, I don't, I mean, I have never attended this event, so I don't know if your stuff is a fit because they call it Junklahoma. Oh, I've been there every year. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, that's I just did it. It's yeah, not yeah. far away. Okay. Yeah, it's um, one of my favorites, um, okay. and I just did that in September, and it's amazing. So yeah. if you haven't been, you should definitely go. It's a great, um, great time because they bump it with Founders Day. Yeah. So I, it's yeah, like, we're out of, I was going to go, but we were out of town. It's that like, day, Two festivals for one. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one. But it's really fun. It's a fun day. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the uh, the last one that I'll do this year. Okay. That makes sense. So, but you also bring in money by doing classes. I do. I do. Which is cool. Mm hmm So how do those, like, work? So, um, I post probably every month. Um, in the summertime, I do a lot more. But in the fall, um, I'll do one adult and one kid class a month. And I post the registration links on my Facebook page, mostly. Um, I have a website, and I can use it. But weirdly, by the time things are posted on my Facebook page, and it took me all that time to build it on the website, it's closed. Registration or the oh. thing is sold. So I don't rely uh, entirely on my website for a whole lot. So mm -hmm. I just post those um, monthly on my Facebook page, and people register. Um, and they're generally like one-time. Pottery is like a weird thing in that if you build it, you have to let it dry. Mm -hmm. And then you have to bisque fire it, and then you come back and you glaze it. So it's a couple of week between oh, right. process. So I do a lot of like flat classes or paint your own classes so that people can come one time and they can finish it, and then they can pick it up in about seven days. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Or for kids, we do like I'll make it and they can glaze it at the same time, and then they will pick it up seven days later. But it's always you got to pick it up seven oh, to okay. ten days later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So, I mean, I'm guessing they're pretty popular, your, your pottery classes. Yeah, especially, like, the kids' classes and the paint-your-own, because yeah. there's nothing out here for um, people to just do kind of casually. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, and I get lots of mom groups that want to come, and they bring their wine and food, and oh, they really? set up. Yeah, and sometimes it's super fancy food, and sometimes it's, like, you know. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's fun. You never know, like, what they're going to do, and it's it's always fun. Yeah. For me, and it's fun for them, I think, because yeah. we're, we, none of us drove far, and we're in our community, and mm -hmm. 
yeah. But and then I love the kids stuff because the kids. Um, so many. Our school is fortunate, but so many schools around us probably don't have the ability to have art mm-hmm. or clay, perhaps, in yeah. their school. Um, so the kids love to come out here, and kids are so great in that they don't have any, like, they don't think that they're doing it wrong. Right. So whatever we make, the kid is, like, they're doing it exactly right, even mm-hmm. if it's not what we were doing at all. <laughs> they, they're, like, they know they're, they're doing yeah. it right, so exactly. they're so fun. And you never know, like, we might have started a project to make monsters, and suddenly we've made flowers, so <laughs> it's, it's all fine. I just roll with it because I, I want them to be able to do it, yeah. not be told that they're doing it wrong right yeah because that takes all the fun out of it and, yeah you know kids are so great about like embracing their creativity mm-hmm. and so you don't want to squash that out of them. no and, i want them like, to just do, do that for life later down right the road. <laughs> right be a grown-up and then squash you yeah. <laughs> <Just> be squashed <laughs> so that's really cool um so what i mean you said you took a pottery class way back when mm-hmm. and you just like what is it about pottery that just got you so I mean fell in love with it yeah it's weird because we did a pottery class and a stained glass class and a weaving on a big loom class Mm -hmm. and I loved all of them like Mm -hmm. I'm not a I'm not a painter or drawer like none of that interests me at all like Mm -hmm. mm. but clay is um it's messy and there's a lot of forgiveness with clay yeah um, but it's not just the forgiveness. It's that, um, I think, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone, but there's a lot of, maybe I'm alone. I have a very busy mind. Mm-hmm. And so, ADHD? could be, <laughs> undiagnosed perhaps, but my mind is just always working on things. And um, with clay, like, I cannot successfully make a pot on the wheel if my mind is busy working on something. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that I had to shut all of that off in order to focus right here. Mm. And um, I think it's <clears throat> it's a really good, like, turn off the brain and focus on the thing for uh-huh. me. So it's like my centering. Gotcha. It's like some people garden and they walk around barefoot. That centers them. Well, being on the wheel centers me. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, th- I could have probably chosen any of those mm-hmm. things to do and occupy my time with. Um, but clay stuck because I had to like I had to close my mind and get your brain break mm-hmm. kind of. yeah I mean you're obviously using it but you're not I'm not thinking about like bouncing all, all the things like yeah. I have to really shut it all off yeah otherwise I don't make anything like how do you how do you do that shut I, off your brain it's so hard but I, mm-hmm. and I have to sometimes tell myself yeah. like I sit there on the wheel and I'm like okay turn it off and then I take a breath and then I can focus on That's that really clay cool. mm-hmm And I don't know that all potters do that. I don't know. It's me. Yeah. But we all have busy brains, I think. I don't think I'm unique in that. I think we all have a busy brain. And we have to all, I think, find a way to shut it off. Yeah. This is my way. That's cool. And as a mom now with a 12-year-old who is diagnosed ADHD, so that's fun. genetic, right? Well, he's adopted. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He's adopted. Uh, uh, It's environmental. (laughs) Uh, It's environmental. Um... He, I can tell you, when he comes out here, he can throw things on the wheel, and he will build all kinds of things with clay, and cool. it's very good for him. Very yeah, good. that that makes sense. That's really cool. Um, okay, so I'm just interested, like, because I've always thought that doing stained glass would be like really cool. Like, has that? Well, it is cool. It is cool. It's like, how involved a process is that? It it's, seems like it would be super hard. 
it is hard and I the I'm the only thing about making the stained glass that I really liked is the breaking of the glass <laughs> I know there's gonna be a stained glass or come after me and I'm real sorry um it's a hard, fun process to make beautiful things. But you have to use like the special tool and you slice down this glass and yeah. then you pop it and it breaks. Oh. And that literally was the only part that I liked. Oh, really? Because mm -hmm. okay. then you have to like piece it together and do all the things to make it stay and mm. it wasn't for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> So you say you liked all of the things you tried. But I but like, there was like parts of it. Like, <laughs> I didn't like all of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't like all that parts. It's, it's just like quilting. I've tried quilting too. And I took a class with an amazing quilter. And um, she made me rip my seams out all the time. Oh. But she's perfect. That's her thing. It's a, mm -hmm. She's a professional quilter. And she was mm -hmm. like, you can't have things with like crooked seams and rip those out. And I was like... But my quilt's gonna be a crooked quilt. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> That's my niche. But you're like you can't fit a quilt together if everything is crooked. So I mean, like minor details. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So I mean, while I liked like the cutting and the piecing of the thing together, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that I was great at stitching it together. Right. So you have to. I think you have to find like what you're good at. Yeah. I wouldn't say, some days I'm not super great at pottery either, to tell you the truth, but well, I'm sure I keep, we all have our off days. I keep going. <laughs> I make people believe. That's all it is. You know, more than everybody else around here, therefore, you're the professional. That's right. I am. It, around in this area, that's why we live here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm yes, just kidding. Yeah. No, these are, I love your, I love your pottery. Thank you. I, I, I mean, I do it because it's fun, but I also, you know. I'm also real quirky in that it's not always about making, you know, my next paycheck. It because I firmly believe that as an artist, we have to share our talents with people. Mm -hmm. We have to share what we do and how we do it because if we don't, who's going to? Right. So I I always am happy to take clay out to schools, out to youth groups or wherever and um, share with people like what it is that I do and how I do it and why oh, I do cool. it. And I've taken wheels to places so that people can see like the thing be thrown and made. Mm -hmm. um, and I really think that we have to offer art affordably to the masses because if we don't, we'll then die. only the elite can get it. Mm -hmm. And there is no sense in that. Right. So I come at um, my business and my like way of life probably differently than a lot of artists because I, I'm not gonna outprice. No, like, right. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. I want regular people to be able to afford it. I don't mm -hmm. want it to only be for the elite people to right. afford. Yeah. So, I'm a little quirky right. in that regard. Yeah. But I also will take clay. Like if the school calls me, I'll take clay for free. If, oh, wow. like, if the church wants to have uh, all the stuff set up for their, and this happened over the summer, all the stuff set up for their vacation Bible school mm -hmm. theme. Yeah. I will go set up a whole thing for them to have clay and wheel and whatever at oh, the church. Wow. So it's just, I think that the more we can expose people to art of any kind, yeah. the more the people will appreciate and we can keep those things still yeah. alive. So do you do like lessons here? Like full on, like continuing yes, lessons? I do. I have, um, right now I have two a week on Tuesday morning and Thursday or Thursday morning. I have mm -hmm. um, groups both of those days. Um, and right now I have like four people in each group 
and they truly come out here and they all learn how to throw mm -hmm. so they all can theoretically do it mm -hmm. they don't all enjoy it and that's fine not everybody enjoys every aspect of it mm -hmm. um but we also do a lot of hand building yeah we build um you know like one person enjoys making like large um tree like sculptures and one person is making plates and we've all made different bowls and bases and all kinds of things Aww. so yeah they're real they're really they like to challenge me and some of them will come out with a pinterest picture and they'll want to know <laughs> how this was made and if we can make it and i'm like well <laughs> let's try so we we do that but they all like we all come from different like spots in life and mm -hmm. it's so it's fun to just share those creative things so um i have those two creative groups that meet weekly and they're ongoing anybody can come i yeah. mean they're they're great. They're fun. And I do them during the day. So my child is, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> off at school. And, but it's, yeah, I, so I do those. And then I have the, the, just the ones that I schedule monthly that are a little different. But. And because those are just like one shot, the monthly ones. Yes. Are just like, yep. Like yeah. one and done. That's yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. if you've made it and it, we have to come back and glaze it, it may be two, but. Um, but it's not an ongoing nope. thing. You're going to make it and that's going to be it. Yeah. That's really cool. But you also obviously sell. I do. Um, but you're not going to festivals, so where do you, like, how do people find your stuff? Um, well, they can find it uh, several ways. I post it on Facebook, and you'd be mm -hmm. surprised how fast people will buy it right off my Facebook page. I actually am not surprised. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, it just flies right out of there. That's awesome. Um, Karen at Paper Pages sells mm -hmm. a lot of my stuff from there, and mm -hmm. I probably have the largest inventory besides here, there. Um, there's things at the old store in Piedmont. Okay. I have a little booth there. Um, nice. And I keep a pretty good selection of things there yeah. for people. Um, and then people come out here. They, they? Yeah, yeah, they just call and say, when are you going to be there? And I am typically here Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 3. And oh. said people, like, they will come out here and shop or visit or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So, any plans for... Like, what are your future plans? You just keep doing what you're doing? Or? Oh, no. No, no. Oh, oh no. No, no. I'm like, okay. no, I always have, like, some plan. Um, so this year, I actually, in May, I have, uh, I got funded through the Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition, OVAC. Um, I got a grant, a Thrive grant. Yeah. To do um, this, I don't know, big, fancy art project. Um, and it's overwhelming, but I'm going to make it. <laughs> Um, so the, my proposal was twofold in the first part was that I would have people build the art in mm -hmm. our community and my proposal is called faces of our community. Mm -hmm. So, um, I am going to have people build faces um, out of clay mm -hmm. in, um, our community and, um, I'm going to get into the school this month and the school is going to let me do, um, this face project with all of the elementary and all of the middle school kids, oh, cool. which will be probably close to 500 kids. Wow. Yeah. There were that many kids in yeah. schools. <laughs> yeah. So that I'm so excited about that. Um, but the second, so we'll build all these faces and then, um, I'm going to do groups like at the local church or at the local insurance office so that I can get adults to also mm -hmm. build these clay faces yeah um and i have a variety of different kinds of clay and glazes so that you can hopefully make it similar to what you look like right it's clay so it's not going to be spot on but yeah, right. it'll be but it'll be made by you and that's part of the project is yeah. that you get to make the thing out of clay 
Um, and then the second part of that grant is that I'm going to have a public art display of the faces. So in the spring, when everything is finished, um, or all the faces are finished, we'll have a big um, gallery-like opening and gallery-like display in Cashin, oh. um, which is unique because our tiny community doesn't have that ever. Um, yeah. We don't have, well, we don't really have any, like, we have a gas station and a bank and an insurance office. We don't have any businesses that would display art regularly. Mm -hmm. So that'll be unique for our community yeah. um, and to have it be like gallery-like so that the kids that made the art can come and see mm -hmm. it. And it'll be their displayed, like, yeah, their, their piece with their name and their grade. Oh. So um, I was funded to do that this year. So that's going to consume quite a bit of yeah. my time. And since I, I um, got that and can do that, I feel like there's got to be more that I can do to bring art into our community. Um, yeah. I don't know what that is yet or what right. that looks like, but I will figure it out and find a way because yeah. it's important to me that well, any community, but our community, especially that we have art and we have, it doesn't matter if it's pottery or painting. I don't care right. or anything in between. Yeah. But we should have the ability to let children and adults experience that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Wow. And then I hope next year, um, because it, I was able to get into them last year, I hope that I can be competitive enough next year to apply and get into, like, those big art shows, like the mm -hmm. Paseo Art, oh, right, Watkins right. Art. Because I did it before COVID closed everything. Uh -huh. I got accepted to all of those. I didn't know that was, like, a... It's a big coup to be in those. I mean, I, I guess I just assumed you paid a fee. No, no it's juried okay. and they, it's a whole thing. Too. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a whole thing. Like all these things I did not know about the art world. Yeah. I mean, you have to apply and send pictures and you were judged by a jury of your peers or whatever. And Well, I mean, if you got in before. I know, but no I, you never know. Like you just never know how, yeah. like, you know, you never know. So I might do that again. Cool. Well, that's fine. Um, and bold. I mean, not I know, the, no, it is yeah. bold because you, um, you know, you could be told no <laughs> on every level. And yeah. then you, how do you feel about yourself? Right. Like, wow. Like, would... okay, I'll just stay in cash. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. It is bold. It is brave. But I think you have to be bold and brave. You have to try new things and you have to. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise you'll not ever grow. Right. And that's and boring. It, right. And it's in anything. I mean, you have to be bold and brave. Yes, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think you're, the fact that you, like, the grant that you applied for and got and this big plan you have for 500 and more faces <laughs> is, that's pretty bold, too. It is very bold. And you can imagine you how I call, like, my husband sometimes when I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Right. And he's like, oh, but you already got the check. <laughs> I just read a story recently where some, I mean, I don't know where it was, New York or something. Some guy got a grant for art from, I think, a museum, and he just gave him a blank pan, pan, canvas, and that was his art. Wow. Yeah, that is had, bold and brave. <laughs> he, uh, I thought yeah, he had the handbag. <laughs> they were not okay with that piece of art. <laughs> but, wow. But, I mean, so then I'm curious, like, when you got the grant and you were like, I have to like create 500 or more faces was that kind of like a what the what the hell did I just get myself into moment yes and you know I sat like they are I don't know if you're familiar with them but they're actually they're such a great organization for the state of Oklahoma they do lots of things and build art community up um, and they put out this grant and it's part of the Andy Warhol foundation so it's like 
it comes from like the big money down yeah. to the state level yeah. and it's really exciting um and they funded 12 artists to do whatever and um they had to before the grant cycle started um and before the grant deadline was coming up they had these zoom meetings so you could they could answer questions about the grant or how to fill out whatever and i sat in on these zoom meetings and i was like wow like those are real artists (laughs) (laughs) they're not the people that learned at like the community level Hmm. And my husband had come home um, for a while, and he was like, just do it. Like, you have a great ability with words and writing, and you did that as a job back in the day. Yeah. So just, he's like, what do you have to lose? Like, the worst they can tell you is no. Right. And then he's like, you're no worse off. He, so he really, really encouraged me to do it. And so I just, I just sat there, and I was like, I will just <laughs> tell them about the world. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can, like, this is not... I have done faces with groups of kids before because it's one of my favorite projects. Okay. And we can talk about um, all the famous artists did a self-portrait. Yeah. From Picasso to Matisse, like all of the artists did self-portraits. Mm-hmm. So self-portraiture is like the most common form of art. And we all have a face and we all look different. Right. So being able to talk in this climate about like cultural differences and how like you make something that looks like you and yours is gonna look different, so it doesn't matter. I don't want them to be the same. We're all working on something similar, but they're all different, just like we are. So that is a conversation that we should have Mm -hmm. with kids and adults, and we should all have the ability to create something. So like this is not a project that I haven't done, but I have only done it like on a small, small scale yeah. and they usually make it and then the kids get to take it right away yeah um this time i'm making them and i'm keeping them until right. april and um where then you, you can have them i don't know where i'm gonna store them okay <laughs> okay no idea. totally minor i have like no idea yet some of the logistics i'm like um well, yeah i don't know yet right. so um something will pop up yeah it'll I'll borrow a, I'll rent a storage unit. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. <laughs> but it'll be something. Um, so when I, when I was funded, I was blown away because I felt like there was no way based on like those other people that were sitting in on those Zoom calls. And there were like 70 other artists oh, wow. that applied. There was no way that I was of that like same level. So it gave me personally like a boost because I felt like oh yeah I like right on I am that level like yeah I am and my husband was like yes I knew you could do it and then I was like oh my god like what did I do and I I I literally sat on the check for weeks after they mailed it to me because I wasn't sure like if you cash the check then you You have to do it right and so if I didn't cash the check like there was still that part in my mind that thought you can mail it back and say, please give this to some other deserving person who can probably pull off their project. Yeah. Because I don't know if I can. But um, I think I can. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Yeah. And the community is being super supportive. The school is letting me come in and do all these yeah. faces, which is going to be hard and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure by the last class, like I will have to ask forgiveness from that teacher because <laughs> I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> Here's some clay. Right, just whatever. Just make something. <laughs> I don't care. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure it'll be fine. They've spaced me out over a few days, so yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah, but it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be, um, it'll be a big project. And, um, you know, then I was like, 
how am I going to display like 700 faces? Like, what yeah. are we going to put those on? Yeah. I don't have a plan yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. All right. Well, I would think that would be something that would be great for the community. Like, I know Cashin has a Facebook page and Crescent has a Facebook page. And just throw it out there like, I need ideas. You know, you know about the project we're doing. How do I, how would, you know, any suggestions for how we display it? I mean, I don't know. People are like great at throwing out ideas. People are great at throwing out ideas. And sometimes sometimes you don't want them. No. (laughs) And then, you know. But if you like specifically need inspiration, that might be a. It might be. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, I drive down the street in town and I'm like, oh, like there's this like long metal fence in the middle of our downtown. Like how could I get all of these spaces to have a magnet? So that oh, I could just yeah. hang them with magnets on this long metal fence. So would they be like weatherproof? Well, they're not going to hang out very long. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's more of like a I have to display them and then I'll take them down Ugh. because they're seven hundred faces. Yeah, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need helpers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be like I'll call for volunteers. <laughs> yeah, it'll be okay. But I have I mean I have a committee. I'm a, I'm weirdly I have a a volunteer role in our community that is grand and. Um, I have a committee of people that I think I can convince to help me That's make good. this event like a real event and not like me putting up some <laughs> boards. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of like, the magnet. I know. So I think that's, that's like that's kind of a... In, that's literally in the community. It is. Like, you don't even have to make an effort to go see the thing. You no, you're going to drive right past yeah. it. There is, and it's on Main And you're Street. probably, chances are, I mean, if you start driving past that, you're going to stop. Yes. Because how could you not? That would and be because good. your kid is going to be like, Mom, I oh, made one good. of those. We need to look through all 700 faces. <laughs> yeah. Mine. Yeah. And then, you know, my husband is like, how are you going to display them? Are you going to do it like by, by grade or? And I'm like, don't ask right now. I'm gonna, we're going to be lucky to just get, get them all home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and plus, if you could magnetize, you know, put a magnet on them and stick them to the, I mean, how easy is that to put up and take down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's a fabulous idea. I know. So I ask for inspiration. That's what I'm like. I'm kind of like that. Seems like fun to me. Like, and then I could take them home. I'm assuming they get to yes. That that stick them on the fridge. That's right. So after the project, you will be able to find yours and take it home because I don't need them for anything after that. (laughs) You don't want 700 faces. Unless I found some other grant or opportunity where we could take the like what our faith, you know, what our community looks like. And we could display that someplace else. Like, that'd be real cool. Yeah, for sure. But that place would need to have the space to hang 700 faces. <laughs> right. I don't know where that would be. Well, I mean, but yeah, just because you don't know doesn't mean it's not out there. Uh, no. I mean, the, I have... Possibilities are in. That's right. And I have a year to figure that out. So Yeah. 100%. That's so cool. I love that. It's exciting. Yeah. So I hope, you know, when I put that out there on my Facebook page, you come... Yeah, come have a look. <laughs> and of course, you know, For people, sure. you can come build one. Like, bring your family, come and build one. It's oh, fun. Yeah, it's a fun project. Yeah, no, that is fun. Um, well, like, that's so cool. I'm like distracted now. <laughs> yeah, and so when like we, when people see on my Facebook page that I have a class called Faces of Our Community, yeah. um, and they're free. Those are free to the community to come participate in, and anybody can come. Th- that is posted, and I would encourage people to come out here and make a mm-hmm. face, awesome. because well, I do them once a month. Piedmont's not far from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Crescent's not. And I'm sure there's other small towns, Okarchi, Kingfisher, whatever. I mean, there's towns all over mm-hmm. <laughs> this place, but that would be really cool. Yep. 
Yeah. Wow. I've got, I know I'm, I'm just thinking like, I bet that's something that a lot of communities would really like to I, do. I think yeah. so. I mean, I think it, I think it would be fun for other communities too. Yeah. Though. So yeah. who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe Crescent wants to pull me in and they want to have this big project. Let's, I yeah. mean. Yeah. Hey, you hear that Crescent? Right? <laughs> you guys call me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Um, so, kind of backtracking a little bit, what is your favorite thing about doing pottery? Is it the whole closing your mind off or like just whatever? Um, I think my favorite part is the making. Like I, I it's the, I like to be in the in the dirt. Really, I like oh, that. Yeah. Like I like the making part. Um, it doesn't matter. I like to make bowls and cups and all the things. Mm -hmm. um, that part where it's wet and you can manipulate it and you can make, like, you have a virtual, like, ball of nothing. Yeah. And then you've created something else with it. And I try not to be too, like, stringent in my thought. If this ball of clay wants to become a bowl, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna tell it not to. You know, right. be okay. You can be a, a bowl. Um my least favorite part is glazing, which is oh. probably the most important part oh. of the whole process. Um, and often I have a whole shelf of things over there that need glazed, and I just am like, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so it's like the least, what's my least favorite part, but it's yeah. the most important part. Oh. So you have, like, as I have to wrap myself, like, I have to write it in my calendar, like, today is a glazed day, mm -hmm. and I wrap myself around, like, that's all you're going to do when you go in your studio today is glaze. And I can guarantee you that on those days that if somebody calls me and is like, hey, you want to go to lunch? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh. No idea how badly. <laughs> and then I have to bump that glaze day to a different day. But that's my least favorite. But I love making. I love. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, and I'm not kidding. Like, most of Cashin knows me as, like, I – I literally am always dirty. In the winter and the summer, I've I've gone into meetings and I have clay in my hair, and like it's crusted in there, and I don't even like I don't even think about it. Right. Apparently, I don't look in the mirror before I leave, and I sit in the meeting and then I'm like, why didn't y'all tell me? Like, why didn't you tell me that like I had like dirt all along my face? Like, well, you look like that all the time, so whatever. But it doesn't like it, apparently it doesn't phase me at all to just wear my mess to yeah. wherever but yeah. i also don't like it's not like i'm not really pretentious about life so yeah it's what i am it's who i am right. i make stuff that's what i do i make stuff that's really cool i love that so is the glazing the painting or yes is it just the okay it's the last step and so clay gets made like i make it and then it has to dry mm -hmm. and in our weird climate it could the humidity and all that can impact like how long it takes to dry and then when it's totally dry I bisque fire it so okay. it goes into the kiln for the first time and it gets hard and then um, then I, I paint it I glaze it <clears throat> and you can you know you can put decals or transfers or just paint or whatever on there and then it goes into the kiln for the second time and that's the glaze firing oh. and um, then they come out looking hopefully pretty right yeah these are well when I was Cause I don't like, I mean, they're all different and they're all cool and you hate it. I know. It's not <laughs> and I'm like, how do you think of these? You know? The well, if I mean, are... quite honestly, like I love blues and greens. And mm. so quite honestly, I wouldn't 
probably hate it as much as if I could just sit over there and like paint everything blue and green, blue and green. <laughs> just woo, blue and green, or I could dip it and just be done or whatever. But I mean, that's not like I recognize that not everybody likes blue and green. So I have to kind of think outside of the box, but I can, I mean, once you get going, you, I mean, you just have to put your mind around it. And yeah. I know that I know it is the most important part. Yeah. Like I can make a wobbly bowl and I can probably sell you a wobbly bowl. <laughs> but if it has a bad glaze on it, it you're not going to buy the wallet. Right, yeah, because so, it's not cool. Looking. No. So it has to, I mean, I have to think that. I have to think about that. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not, if it's just sitting here and I'm not selling it, then I have to think about why. Like, what what is it that people don't like about that? Yeah. Or I have to just donate it or throw right. it away. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I really like that yellow one more than a lot. There's two. There's a little one and a big one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're Beautiful. perfect for, like, salsa, yeah. ice cream, <laughs> bowl of cereal. Or really anything you're going to put in a bowl. Right. <laughs> well, that's really cool. I mean, it sounds like you've got so much going. Yeah. I try to keep it super fun in here. Like, yeah. I try to make it not, like, a business. I try to make it, like, a fun hobby that yeah. right. I do most of the time. Very cool. So if people want to find your stuff, find you, find your classes, like how do they, where do they go? How do they find uh, you? Well, I'm on Facebook at Serendipity Pottery, I think it is. Or it mm -hmm. could be Serendipity Pots. I think it's Serendipity Pottery. I think it is too. And then I have a website. It's Serendipity Pottery. It's all the same. Dot com. Dot com. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> www.serendipitypottery.com. Um, my phone number is probably listed out there somewhere they can google me my name pops up on a google spreadsheet shelly goodmanson it, it can, pops up on a google oh, on a google on a oh, google search results. yeah google okay. search that and my business is out here weird okay. i know it's weird it is weird but yeah. they can find me that way google me <laughs> <laughs> it's weird and random but i think um most people um I, it's a weird world most people find you on social media yeah so i have an instagram and facebook so that's how people okay. find me. And they're all, it's all listed in the same thing, serendipity pots or pottery. Cool. Awesome. Well, um, we're going to wrap it up, but thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. To do this. this was like really, really interesting. You are an incredibly like inspirational person. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. No, absolutely. Well, I, that's why I hope that someday somebody is inspired to do something. So. <laughs> Go out there and be bold and brave. That's right. That's right. Hey, we need people to like push other people to do that. Well, so we should cool. try to inspire and lift up each other. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I thank you it. for coming out here and yeah, absolutely. Finally, after we had to reschedule. I know. Well, um, so um, yeah, awesome. Um, Chanda. <laughs> That's going to be it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in. As always, don't forget to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming service so you can be notified every time an episode drops. You can also catch us on social media at RTVOKC. We look forward to talking to you next week.